0: Welcome to the Encounter Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this week's message.
1: How about we give it up for Jesus? There we go. Yeah. Hey. Glory. For the Lord is and his mercy. For the Lord is and his mercy. For the Lord is. And his mercy. One more time. For the Lord is. And his mercy. Oh, I never get tired of that. Never get tired of that. Well, let's see. My wife told me that I need to explain this. I always say I'm drunk. She was like, sweetie, everybody don't understand that. See, when you drink of the Holy Ghost wine, the new wine of heaven, there's another intoxication that comes on you that don't leave you broke, busted, disgusted, hangover, and you can drink all day long. So that's the drunk I'm talking about. When you get in his presence, he changes your mind. And I don't know about you, but I need my mind changed. Okay, let's see, the Holy Ghost, how are we gonna do this? Cause it's a lot of notes, and I don't think we're gonna get to them. Okay. Before I get into the text of the word, I need to set up, the background of the word in Philippians. Me and Pastor Steve was talking the other day and kind of reminiscing about how the church of Philippi came to be. And you don't start in Philippians, you actually start in Acts. And in Acts, chapters, I believe it's 14, and through chapter 16, you find out that Paul was with Silas. Even before then, Paul was with Barnabas and all. But you can read about his journey and then how he ended up in Philippi. And when he came to Philippi, there was a businesswoman. Her name was Lydia. And Lydia was the seller seller of fabrics and fine things and all that. And she got saved through Paul's ministry, radically changed and everything. And she entreated Paul to come to her house. Have you ever met somebody that impacted you so you wanted to invite them to your house? So she invited him to and he came and he began to come through there every time he was in town, come through there. That's where they had prayer. Hopefully you guys are involved in small group. So important. This is awesome. This is great. But you can get more intimate in a closer setting to where it's not so many people and you stand out more. We don't want you to disappear in the crowd. We want you to be involved because what you have on the inside of you is important for everyone to hear. Oh, no, I don't know why I got off that, but somebody need to hear it. Okay. But so Lydia invited Paul, so Paul began to come to know the family and everything. And so what happened is, Paul began to come through there. And day after day, there was a witch, really, is what she was, a witch that began to say, these are men of God. Sounds good, don't it? But she's a witch. So with how the enemy works, there's an undercurrent of an agenda. And Paul let it go on for a few days, but after about a few days, he rebuked her. When he rebuked her, he cast the demon out of her. Instead of people rejoicing, it was the opposite. Now, have you ever been in a situation to where God came through and all hell broke loose?
2: I have.
1: Like, how could this be? And the Lord said, read your Bible. So what happens is Paul gets sent to the Magi and everything. That's the rulers and stuff of the city, even mayors and different folks. And they beat him. Not a little bit. The Bible says many stripes was laid upon him. Then after that, you think they let him go? They put him in prison. In the dungeon prison. Not the prisons like we have like Santa Rita. In the dungeon. After they put him in a dungeon, guess what? It didn't steal Paul's joy. I love that. His attitude wasn't depending on his situation and circumstances. So, because Paul was on his way to prayer when it happened, prayer happened, it just happened later. Him and Silas began to pray. And then they began to sing. It's been already said today I believe Rochelle spoke it. Worship is one of your most powerful weapons. Because guess what? Like the songwriter said, blessings go up. Praises go up. Thank you, fast Worship. Praises go up and blessings come down. I'm still a little drunk. Praises go up Blessings come down. But when I begin to lift him up, something happens to my attitude. Something happens. Anyway, so moving on. Paul said, let's worship. Him and Barnes began to worship. Earthquake. And all the chains break off and the doors open. but they didn't go nowhere. Have you been, ever been in a situation to where actually you're free to go and the Lord says, stay here? I've been there. I'm like, how can I leave, not leave
2: now? This doors open to go.
1: That's why it's so important to hear what the Holy Ghost is saying to the Church, so important. So I'm trying to move on I' I need to set this up though. So Paul and Silas begin to sing. there's an earthquake, the shackles are loosed, the doors fly open. The guard is asleep. He must have been a heavy sleeper. An earthquake! Songs and he sleep. <laughs> Pastor Steve said, "Church people." So he wakes up. Now he's afraid because he sees the door open. He said, "Man, I lost all of them. I don't know what happened, but I'm in trouble." So he was going to fall on his sword when Paul said, "Hold it." We 're all here. won't you remember that? We're all here, so he trembles, he begins to shake, and he goes to where Paul and Silas would have fell down on his knees to them or fell at their feet and his proclamation was, "What must?" I do to be saved. What a testimony. So he gets saved. The guard takes him, and the guard washes their stripes, washes them up. Then the guard takes him to his house. His whole family gets saved and he baptized all of them. What kind of testimony would it have been if Paul had said, okay, we out of here. Thank God. We prayed the right prayer. We sung the right song. We up out of here. Sneak past the guard. Nope. He wakes up. About to kill himself. Hold it. Do yourself no harm. That's what the Bible says how how it put. Do yourself no harm. We are all here. All right. Everything changes with Jesus. Everything changes. When I look to Him, when I give Him my heart, when I begin to see what He wants instead of what I want, everything changes. But I need to do something, I need to come to Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
2: Come to the altar. The Father's arms are open. Forgiveness was born with
1: the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Noah, please turn the blue mic and the green and the red mic on, please. Your regrets and mistakes Come today, there's no reason to wait Jesus is
2: calling
1: Bring your sorrows and trade them for joy From the ashes a new life was born Jesus is calling Oh come to the altar the
2: Father's arms are open forgiveness was born with the precious blood of Jesus Christ oh come Jesus. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for your blood. Oh, For He is Lord. Sing Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Ah, thank you, Lord.
1: here, y'all. Just lift those hands. Just lift those hands right where you are. Be who shall your Oh, Hallelujah,
2: Hallelujah.
1: Say thanks for the things you have done. The things so undeserved just to prove your love to me and the voices of a million angels could not express my gratitude all oh, that i am and never hope to be i
2: owe it all to thee to Let it go to
1: Calvary with his blood, with his blood. He has saved me, he has saved me with his power, with his power. He has raised
2: me, he He has raised me to God. For the, for the things, things he, for the thing he has done.
1: Over time to God, to God, to
2: God be the glory.
1: those hands one more time. His arms open wide, not because he's gonna crush you with him, but because he wants to love you with him. It's just a choice, the choice that we make to say yes to Jesus. I'm not gonna get to these notes. That's not gonna happen. But I, I, I will, I will go over some. When Paul, you can be seated if you can. When Paul and Silas was in the prison, very easily they could have just walked out. There's a lot of situation in our lives we could easily just walk out. But what is God saying to do? Sometimes you have every right to walk out, I'm gonna bring it home. You guys know me. I'm just be honest, that's all I know how to do. you, get, you can throw you can throw stones later. Some of you in marriage, looking for the door open and then you out. But what is God saying to do? god is not the orchestrator of divorce i'm not going to go into it i know there's situations to where there is harm involved we do not want you to get beat to death we want you protected but don't look at sometimes i mean i know pastor Portia's past steve get them it's like i'm getting a divorce what happened he was mean to me For real? You think these things don't happen? They happen. They happen looking for a way out. Let's go to another testimony. The Hebrew boys. Inside the fire. They still had the testimony, we're still here. Mm -hmm, But guess who's with us? Will that be your testimony to where you'll come out of the fire not even smelling like smoke? I mean, mean, there were several miracles that have not just Jesus was in the fire with them. They came out of the fire not smelling like that situation. There's a lot of things that we go through that scarred us for life. And it happened when we were toddlers. And that thing still smells on you. That's why most of us need to take the forgiveness class, which I'm sure is going to come back up, because we all need forgiveness until Jesus comes. Let's go to another testimony. I mean, they're all through the Bible. I I just need to pick up my word and get there. Somebody has a testimony that fits me in here. But Paul began to write this letter because his gratitude toward the Philippians filled his heart with joy. Even though he was in chains, he was joyful. He said it right in the letter. How could this be? Because his Attitude was not depending upon his situation. I get it. We go through stuff that, I mean, life is something else and people are really something else. But unless I have that relationship with the Lord, nothing will move me from him. Nothing. Tell the devil, you don't know who you messing with. You're the child of the king.
2: Yeah.
1: Remember that. You're the child of the king. Where was I? I don't know. Joy. <laughs> Pastor Steve said joy. Pastor Steve said joy. Let's go to a final testimony. We're gonna pray and then I'll let you go. Is that that all right? Let's go to Jesus in the garden. He's in the garden. And he knows what he's faced with as man, and he knows what he's faced with as the Lord Jesus. If it's possible, Father, let this cup pass. How many of you prayed that prayer? I've prayed that prayer many times. My example will always be, some people know it. My example will always be, one more time. We almost got everybody. My example will always be, why? Because I can compare myself with anybody else and always might come up even a little higher. But with Jesus, I always come up
2: short. that's how I know I need Jesus.
1: So Jesus is in the garden and it's like the weight of the world is on him. He sees what he needs to go through. And he says, Father, if it's possible, let this come. But he doesn't finish there. I'm not finished you're not finished so he says if it's possible father let this cup. but nevertheless not my will in other words not what I want it's what you want there's a testimony of a, a very good friend of mine I won't say his name You all might know who it is. (laughs) And he had had a dream. And in this dream, he was in prison. And he started climbing over walls and over walls. And he was to the last wall, and he was about to get out when the Lord spoke to him and said, if you get out, you'll be running for the rest of your life. In the natural, it sounded like a good dream. Hey, I'm in prison, I need to get up out of here. It was symbolic of something else that he called a prison. Do you know Paul put even his relationship with Christ as if he was shackled? Jesus. You can look in the gospels, oh, why am I over here? Okay, Holy Ghost. You can look in the gospels and some say he was led by the Spirit, others say he was driven. That was their relationship. Some people need to be driven by the Holy Ghost. Don't leave me, drive me. Make me do it. But where's your relationship? So, Jesus is faced with a situation to where he could get out. But nevertheless, Father, not what I want, but what you want. It's not what I will, it's what you will. On the cross, he still has a chance to come down yeah. but instead of saying all y'all going to hell and I'm going to send you now <laughs> telling y'all if it was me it's been a possibility <laughs> I'm all y'all going to go to hell <laughs> and I'm going to watch you burn But that's not the heart of Jesus. So guess what? I have to change. I must change. But Jesus' statement, even to the Romans, is, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they But Paul is comparing his life with Jesus. He wants the Philippian church to see that it's by the grace of God that even in chains, I am this way, even in chains. It's by Jesus's grace, not mine. Lord knows there were situations that. People ask me later, how did you do that? I say, only by the grace of God. Because if it was me, I don't know what happened. They ended up on the floor. And Pastor Steve said, temporary insanity. <clears throat> but every time I look At my life, I know every day I need Jesus. Every day. Not just on Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then the cycle starts all over again, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Because when I allow him not to be in one second of my day, I'm going to yield to my flesh in a way that I'm going to regret later. But even Jesus said, I'm still here on the cross. Still here. You know, it's something, and I believe Pastor Portia said it when she said, God is not looking for our best, He's looking for our worst. Why is He looking for our worst? Because if you're worse, that He can turn into something useful for somebody else. We want to put on this facade and prestige like we're all put together, especially in church. Oh, hallelujah, brother, bless God, hallelujah, sister. We go home and raise hell. (laughs) Not an encounter church, though. them, them, Them other churches. God wants us to be truthful to ourselves. If I'm truthful to myself, I can be truthful to God. Where am I? Where is my relationship? Do I need to change? I'm telling you, all Brother T, he needs to change. There are some times my mind works. I'm going, what are you doing? Where are you going? How did you get from this way to... How? I'm still here. So, when God spoke this to, to this man that I'm talking about, he was in a prison, getting out. The Lord said, if you escape, basically, you're going to be running for the rest of your life. At the end of the dream, he was climbing back over the walls. And he stayed in the situation. And God began to change things. God can change anything if we let him. I'll say it again. God can change anything if we let him. There's a lot of times we want to direct God. Lord, do it like this. Do it like this This is how I want it. And the Lord's like, okay, I'll wait. Go ahead. You think you can change it? I'm going to bring it home. You think you can change her? You think you can change him? Go ahead. God is the only one that can change a person's heart. The only one. I need to be obedient to his will and not my own. So Paul is grateful. He's grateful that he has the Philippian church as his family, as his friends. And he puts it in a letter of gratitude. He puts it in a letter of grace. As even one of the pastors of the church, I, I can say on the behalf of our senior pra- pastors, thank God for them. I'm telling you, thank God for them. Yeah, I don't know how good we have it, I'm telling you right now. But we love every individual, every one of you. We love you. But if we're on our face for you and you don't do what the Lord, not we, what the Lord has said for you to do, how can that be our fault? How? But yet they get blamed. You know, I went to you and get it, but you never did what I told you to do. Oh, I went to you and this happened and that, okay. Um, the first meeting we had, we said we believe this is what the word of the Lord. Which one did you do? I don't think that matters. Really? Lord Jesus, if I wasn't saved, I'd cuss. But it happens. I'm still here. The pain might be great, but I'm still here. I might want out of that situation more than I can breathe, but God's still doing something, so I'm still here. Somebody shout, I'm still here. The Lord still has you, he's for you, he's with you. He will not let you fail. The only way that we do fail is we don't listen and then obey. Because I found some people, they will listen, but they just won't do it. (laughs) That's why the Bible says, be doers of the word, not just hearers only. So I can hear, but not do. And the hearing is only half the battle, half the battle. You must hear. Thank God for hearing. But the obedience is the rest of the completion of the word. Let's pray. Every head bow. You can keep your eyes open, because the Bible says, watch and pray. Well, Father, we thank you. We thank you today for the movement of your spirit. Help us, oh God, to never, ever take your presence for granted. Help us, Lord, to never, ever, ever take your presence for granted. Now, if you're in this place and you don't know Jesus, but the movement of the spirit of God, you know he touched you. You know that he is real but you never gave him your, your heart. You never gave your heart to him. You never said yes to his will. I want to give you an opportunity. Those of you even online. There are some here that the word found you out, but you don't know how. You don't know how to say yes to his will. It starts with the first yes. Yes. <laughs> It starts with the first one. You know, the more and more I miss church, the easier it becomes to miss church. But the more and more I come, the more hungry I get. The more and more I want to be in the house of the Lord with the saints. And then there's a category of those who the enemy has always lied to you, saying you're not saved, you're not a believer. Look at the way you act. Look at what you do. You don't belong to Jesus. I want to pray with you and for you. If you could slip up your hands and say, pray for me, I need Jesus now. lift those hands. Thank you, I see that hand. Anybody else? Thank you, Lord. Okay, everybody repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus. For Jesus come in my heart
0: come into my heart
1: take out the stony heart. take out the stony heart put in a heart of flesh put in a heart of flesh wash me wash me. cleanse me cleanse me. Change, me change me change me I turn my back on the world I turn
0: my back on the world I
1: turn my back on sin
0: I turn my back on sin and
1: I follow you Lord Jesus and I
0: follow you Lord Jesus. I believe I believe
1: that you came
0: that you came
1: of a version
0: I believe. I believe you died on the cross. You died on the cross. And I believe. And I believe. You rose again. You rose again. On a
1: third day. On a third day. Right now.
0: Right now. I confess you. I confess. As
1: Lord and Savior. As Lord and Savior. I turn my back on sin.
0: I turn my back on sin. And
1: I follow you And I follow you
0: wholeheartedly.
1: In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And everybody said. Amen. Amen. Come on,
0: you. give Brother Terrence a hand. Pastor. Thank you, Pastor Terrence awesome i tell you powerful man of god my brother um i'm supposed to make a quick announcement that those of you that want to sign up for the that was a perfect a perfect word for the marriage uh, uh co- you know coming up uh, so if you're gonna make if you're gonna just uh plan on going if you want to sign up maybe pay half the money today 25 dollars and then you can always if you have it all pay it all if not you can go ahead and just pay part of it today. Just put it down in good faith so we'll know how many people to plan for because we have a lot of... If you want to sponsor a couple, Pastor Steve is saying, you can go ahead and sign up for them. It's always good to invest in our marriages. Can I just say really quick, my brother, my brother, you just really... Um, if you don't know, Terrence is my brother, but um, just really brought back a story to me. And I, as I st- sat there and I laid on the floor and cried... I remember the story that this brother told me y'all yeah, actually met this brother years ago but but this brother told me this, this it was his third marriage you know we're not bringing any condemnation if you ever was divorced you know if, but God you know if in the marriage you are a fight you know what I mean but anyway so he's telling me this story is about his third marriage a powerful man of God powerful man of God and then and um, he said to me he said you know uh, I caught him up I caught him to see how he was doing what is, you know, marriage and everything. But he said, he said, something happened to me. I, I got to tell you this story today. I don't know why. This is for somebody in here or somebody online. But he said, something happened to me, Pastor Portia. You know, I said, what happened to you? He said, I started getting really close to Jesus. His, his, my relationship with him was the most, is, is the most important thing in my life. He said, I really started getting close to him. And then he said something. He said, all of a sudden, this beautiful girl that I used to date called me on the phone, said his name, and was like, hey, how you doing? I've been thinking about you. And he said he started shaking. He started shaking because he don't want to mess up his relationship with God. And so he said, he just he grabbed the phone, and he said, I got to go. I, this conversation is not good for me. Click. You know, she said she looked like Miss America, and she did, you know, it was a real nice-looking guy. And she looked like Miss America. She, he says, I, I hung up the phone. Then he said, I want to tell you a story. And I said, OK, speak on. He said it was this man, and he loved this art collection. He said this was years ago when they traveled by ships. And he loved this specific art collection so much he couldn't get it out of his mind. So he told his friend that was the captain of a ship, he said, Hey, would you take me to get this art collection? And the man said, No, I will not, because ships have been getting, um, pirates have been coming, you know, been, been shooting the ships down, and people have been, you won't even last five minutes in the freezing cold water, you know, before somebody comes and rescue you, because it's ice cold. And so, no, I'm sorry, but, you know, pirates come and they, they come and get the ships, and I, I won't take you. But the man he started, he wanted this art collection so much, so much that he actually he actually started getting the cold water treatments. The only one I know how to do this is Rochelle. She's the only one that, how to, that, that can do it. I mean, but she's, he sat in cold water, and he worked his way up to sitting in cold, cold ice water for two hours. So he told his friend what he was doing. His friend said, man, if, if you want it that bad, I'll take you. Sure enough, they get attacked by pirates. Sure enough, he's in the water, freezing cold ice water. And the only survivor three hours later was the man. And then I, I, he asked me, he says, I bet you're wondering why I'm telling you this story. And I said, right. <laughs> why are you telling me the story? He said, my marriage right now is not that good. He said, but I'm willing to sit in ice cold water if it means my relationship with Jesus. I'm willing to sit and I'm willing to stay if it means my relationship with Jesus because I've gotten to the place where my relationship with him means more to me than anything else. When my brother said that about Paul staying in that situation, Paul and Silas staying in that situation, and he stayed because God didn't say move. I thought about all the times in my life when I could have just took the easy way out, and God said, will you stay? There's somebody in here I told that story for. Will you wave at me? Will you wave at me? Come on. There's some, I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. Father, I thank you for this day. And I thank you, Lord God, for the people that's willing to sit in ice cold water. For people that's willing to sit in a relationship that maybe God hasn't been good to them. But, Father, because of their willingness and because you, you endured, Lord God, and you went to, in, in that Garden of Gethsemane and you stayed, and because Paul and Silas stayed, Father, I pray, Lord God, that they would know that you are moving on their behalf as they praise you and as they worship you, as Paul and Silas did. Father, let this word penetrate our hearts. Let us never be the same again. I thank you. I give you the honor. I give you the glory. In Jesus' name.
2: Thank you for listening to the Encounter Church Sermon of the Week. If you would like to learn more about us, please visit EncounterJesus.us or search for Encounter Church San Leandro
0: in your app store.